my boyfriend Christoph, um, he he's working on BIM like science 10 years ago. And in that moment, um, everyone thinks he was crazy. And <laughs> it, it's a challenge. Yes, he told me. Uh, it's like I was the BIM crazy guy. The Infra Pioneer Podcast, Infrastructure Construction, from the perspective of BIM specialists and on-site engineers. Welcome everyone to listen to uh, Infra Pioneer's podcast uh, with Mariana Loeza from uh, Mexico. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, could you more explain your uh, backgrounds and stuff for the listeners? Thank you, Jero, for your invitation. It's an honor for me being here with everyone. Um, I'm an architect. I'm 24 years old. I'm living in Cancun. So here I'm. I get sorry if my English is not perfect. <laughs> um, I have an, a business where we have an Autodesk training center, Autodesk academic partner, and we are certified um academic autodesk so um we also uh, do projects in on beam and i'm teaching in an university um about me um i'm love technology but it's something recent i can say because when i was in college i didn't know anything about beam and in it was like three years ago so it's important to know that in Mexico, uh, almost all the universities, they don't are teaching BIM. They don't know what it is. I, I know this um, years later because of my boyfriend. Uh, he teach me all the that all this BIM thing. No. So this is a little bit about me. <laughs> That's great. How did you, uh, with your boyfriend, uh, he was in the also architecture, or how did you start learning BIM then? Like, what was your first touch with uh, building information modeling? Yes, he's also an architect and he's a technology freak, so he loves <laughs> all about BIM. So I can say he teach me uh, a lot of things about it and all, um, he inspired me, so I started learning by myself, right? Yeah, so yeah, uh, it's a huge uh, learning curve uh, to take on. Like uh, when you have learned all the, uh, how to say, the normal uh, basic way of uh, doing architecture or construction designing or the construction itself, and then the beam comes and it changes the dynamics all completely. It's, yes, uh, I, I don't feel at all in a, on, as an expert, I, I can tell you. But I will. I try. I try to learn everything I can, so I can teach. Um, I can teach it to my. Um, I'm. I'm a teacher, <laughs> so my work is to let the boys and the girls um, open their minds about what is outside the school. Then we don't have the time on classes to teach them um, everything about BIM. We, uh, we, I teach them um, AutoCAD, Formit, uh, Sketchbook, Revit, but it's like one class to a week, three hours a week. 
So yeah. it it definitely they, um, I have done I don't have the time. It's a lot to, to teach, no? Yeah, yeah, it's uh and also like uh, for Bimwata I have seen is that uh, even though there's a lot of different tools and technologies and there's uh, the imagination is your limit what you can do with the BIM. I still find it like maybe 80-90% more of a social challenge to learn the BIM than the uh, technical part of, of, of these uh, tools because uh, the especially like uh, for me uh, in uh, construction it's such a difficult because it's a completely different world and then you are trying to <laughs> convince the foreman and everyone that hey we have this digital copy and we can benefit it we can visualize it we can see how it uh, construction is uh, progressing and uh, all these th same things that you are seeing on the site and then we can uh, get more like how to say get the work much more easier and clear for each individual but it's it's a, like more of social problem that you need to uh, go to the uh, process and uh, see that how it all happens. Yes, what we are most, almost doing um, in Cancun is bringing here people and experts who can talk about BIM. What is, what is that? Um, a lot of the, the lot of people don't know they think BIM is Revit and it's wrong. <laughs> yes, it's it's really normal here. They think this. So we are making a, um, a hard work trying to bring um, people of, of other countries or of other cities that can um, talk about it. What is happening in Mexico and outside of Mexico? Uh, we are uh, in a touristic zone. So there's a lot of construction here. Um, people around the world come here and build uh, big hotels, big uh, malls, and every and um, I think it's a challenge because they know another technologies. They are more advanced in what construction is doing now, and it uh, it makes that. I have my construction, so I bring the people from another countries, Spain, it's, uh, Spanish people is um, a lot here, and what is happening is that the Mexican or the uh, Cancun people is not having the work because they don't have the enough knowledge to come, um, to be, um, I forgot the word, and to be competitive with them. So mm -hmm. this, I think, is a hard challenge to to embrace. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like in Finland as well. Uh, it's uh, like clear, you can clearly see that uh, for basic like infrastructure projects, there isn't any more excavators without machine guidance systems. Like everything is model based. Uh, production uh, most commonly if we are not talking about small uh, like individual uh, homeowners parks and uh, their gardens but uh, it's really uh, has changed the game and uh, it, you either like have to adapt as fast as possible or then it will become much more harder to win those projects yes in uh, oh, please uh, you were saying no, no, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to interrupt 
by the way, in Mexico, you said that uh, you are now uh, getting more involved with BIM. Is it more like in the like uh, in the architecture and uh, construction design phases, like uh, getting using these Revits and uh, other softwares to make those models, or how is it like how far the the English word was like BIM? I, I can't remember, like, uh, how involved the BIM is in those processes in nowadays in Mexico. I think we are so far, uh, if we compare Mexico, and especially Cancun, to another cities. I, I have to say, we are uh, good if we compare with another cities from Mexico, because um, we travel from Mexico another uh, with uh, different cities, and we talk about BIM, and they don't know anything really anything and we are like how is this possible but in mexico city and monterrey i think they are the two cities that are more advanced with this methodology cancun i think it will be the um, two or three place with this knowledge um, but mexico in general have a lot to learn a lot to to share and I love to maybe copy from another countries and we don't have uh, like a, um, an allowed um, a ISO, the, the normal. Uh, you mean uh, the standardization? Or... Yes, we don't, we don't have the regulation. Um, <laughs> we don't have um, the obligation of of making things on BIM like another countries. It's not mm. something obligatory because we don't have uh, something that regulates this. And we don't have a document that say you lot, uh, lot 100 is this, lot 200 is this, and everyone uh, do what they think they are. And it's a big problem because we don't have a, a manual or something that tells you here says, how things have to be done. So it's a problem because everyone do whatever they want. <laughs> or, they, yeah. or whatever they think it, it has to be. Yeah, We yeah. are doing this, or the, we read, we, we investigate, but it's like, I think it should be there and I'm going to, be, I'm going to do it like this, but not something certain. Yeah, yeah, and it's, uh... It's uh, like a really long uh, period of like uh, development to uh, build these standardizations and uh, get them like involved because like, well, we have the, of course, government, uh, government officials who uh, can either allow and uh, push forward this uh, uh, BIM utilization in design and architecture and in construction. But then also we need the standardization that uh, uh, should uh, determine the, how it's structured so we would have this ideal picture that when architecture makes the building and it goes construction uh, design then they will instantly can uh, read the, all the files and designs and make uh, their additions there and when it goes to the construction then it would be clear for them as well and uh, that's what I also have seen like uh, even in Finland that we have uh, this kind of standardization but it's mostly like for really huge uh, projects we have uh, uh, this government level of standardization then each individual municipality have uh, 
their own <laughs> their own uh, standardizations. So there's like multiple different things, and then it happens that uh, when uh, we receive uh, construction designs to the uh, project, then it's always a bit different, and uh, some uh, some are BIM and some are just PDFs, and then you are like having a be like a spy that you are looking for five different places, so the information gathering that you yourself can make those BIM models for machines and foremen and everyone else and it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> a bit troublesome but of course it's really hard to like get this kind of like global standardization because the requirements are so huge everyone has their own five cents to give it to that project and that's why like the the building smart is by the way a uh, quick question about building smart is it in uh, Mexico as well like this kind of uh, building smart organization they have a. Uh, we have it in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I I didn't hear you so well. Yes. Uh, so basically, there's at least in uh, Europe there's uh, this kind of a community called Building Smart. And yes, uh, I know it. Yeah. So basically, it's each individual country they are developing the standardizations and other guidelines. They have also a place in uh, Mexico. Uh, I haven't read about it uh, in Mexico. I have the, I read um, the general building building smart, but I think here we don't have it. Um, here is just one um, standardization. Um, I no, no it's a certification. Sorry, uh, it's by the USA. Is mm. the of the Associated General Construction. And they come once a year uh, to capacitate, um, to teach about how being should be, but not just uh, not by the software, the methodology, how you have to do your process and take a beam, not just the project, as you say, if um, um, all the life of the project. Uh, I, um, it happens here, as you say, they don't don't want to share the information. <laughs> and you're the architect, and I'm the engineer, and I do the mapping. So it's a problem because they don't want to share. Yeah, but that's it's good <laughs> to hear that it not only happens in Mexico. So maybe it's a global problem that we face. Yeah, I think it's. Uh... I think it's something uh, something like from the old culture of uh, when you create this kind of like companies secret that uh, how we uh, utilize the beam we don't want to share it forward and uh, get the competition on the same level as we are but I think in the end uh, like we live in the digital age like internet is open so anyone can improve and learn and I think it's more of like that uh, closed ecosystem mentality that uh, some of us still practice. Yes, it's hard to change an old mind, but we are doing our best. And I think our, our generation is making the, these things better. And maybe we, we can have a good future about, uh, about this. It's our work to share what we know, what we don't know, maybe uh, to ask and others can 
that he maybe it's like you, you no, know, you are sharing with me, I'm sharing with you, and I think this is important because we are knowing what's happening in another continent. So it's it's good to be here and sharing these experiences. By the way, uh, the BIM implementation in uh, Mexico, uh, especially like in Cancun and your projects, uh, what are like the, if we are not talking about the standardizations and uh, those stuff, what are the most critical like challenges that you are facing to get the BIM implemented on the all basis of, uh, all, was it then the buildings or infrastructure? I think our best challenge has been that people think it's just a capacitation of 10 hours. I'm going <laughs> and teach you Revit, uh, like, oh, here's how to make a wall, your floor, <laughs> and it's everything. And they don't understand that we have to know uh, and to learn about what are we doing, what are sorry, they doing with their process to, to improve this and have the better solutions. They don't understand that it's a process and it's a process to, that will take time. We can do it, we can do this in one month <laughs> and they want to fast <laughs> and cheap. <laughs> so yeah, I think this yeah. is the, the biggest <laughs> challenge we, we face in Cancun. That's, yeah, that's uh, almost everywhere. Like, uh, I think it's uh, the, big challenge uh, at least uh, here in uh, Finland as well is that uh, to influence the like government and municipality officials to really understand that we should more invest on the design to an architecture that the BIM stands uh, the quality is as good as possible because when we go to the construction or property management and maintenance then the mistakes are already done and we don't have any information or it's very uh, mixed up and then again we are paying that uh, mistake much more in the maintenance or in the construction than if we would just invest more on the design phase and exactly. it's uh, it's uh, I it's can a tell you i sorry i can tell you that some uh, government dependencies are getting to us and asking for help and this is good because government, uh, locally government, but governing at least, and it's taking conscience about what they can do why they, or what they should do about it. Um, they have a problem that is they don't have the people to make the projects so the money is going and they have their resources but they to bring, bring it and do it they have to to they have to have uh, the project done so they send uh, how many will cost but they don't have the people and they are doing it with autocad so it's they it, it take a lot of time and it's like we can do 10 projects for the city and we do one because we don't have the people we don't have the resources it's a shame. It's a shame that it, this is happening, but I think they are waking up and I think it will be um, better. Yeah, yeah. There was a really funny uh, saying for that. The issue there, like in uh, Finland, uh, I heard someone said that uh, there's a saying that beam, bam, boom. And basically it's that uh, we can do it the beam, uh, that we invest uh, early to get it uh, 
good on the whole way. And then when it goes to the construction, then it's bam. It's uh, some cost to make the fix uh, fix the issue if it's even noticed. And then if it goes to the maintenance, then it's a boom and it's like big uh, amount. It's uh, <laughs> kind of catchy click phrase to tell for the like municipality and uh, government officials that they this kind of mentality to really get the all, whole circle as cost efficient for them as possible with the, like building it once well and no need to worry so much. What kind of then actions uh, in Mexico you have uh, started to take to bring this BIM revolution more uh, common in the like in design and on the construction? Like I heard you had training centers and a lot yes. of things. We are academic partners, Autodesk academic partners. So we are going to schools and teaching the, the students for free. And we are talking about what is BIM? What is important? Really, it's so basic. Today, start, um, start knowing what is this? because they, they, they listen beam, 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 but what is that? So we are doing this from the schools and we are teachers in some universities. The universities are better and not better. They know a lot more because we are there and we are, hey, do you remember where it's been? <laughs> no? But in, in another schools where teachers don't know anything, we are going there and and we are making um, information courses and something and for 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 the industry the grown architects we have uh, something called colegio de arquitectos cancun here we are participating at uh, every once a month and we are um, giving a some information talks and it's where we are bringing people from another places that they can talk about BIM and um, if you want to come to Cancun you're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we can go to the beach and talk about BIM with everyone else. <laughs> so uh, this is what we are doing. We are, um, they are, the conferences are free uh, uh, thanks to the president of the architects, she is giving us an, a lot of support to do this. And, and I think we are one of the cities that on the, it's like FECAR Architects, because it's like an association from uh, schools of architects from all Mexico. So we go every three weeks to different cities and then it's this is a regional meeting but we have national meetings so this is important because we go we meet people from another cities and we tackle we we are like hi do you know what it's been no i'm going to explain you <laughs> and we talk and it's it has been working because uh, we make friends and they they are like, okay, come to my city and talk about it. And wow. this is what are we doing. That's really cool. Like, especially that you got so much support to bring this message forward and uh, make the change. It's uh, amazing to hear that there's such initiatives. 
How much do you then get, um, how to say, negative or change-resistant uh, uh, responses like people who don't want to change their own way of doing things? I'm, I'm, I can say I'm recently on the beam world, but I can tell you my boyfriend Christoph, um, he, he's working on beam like science 10 years ago. And in that moment, um, everyone thinks he was crazy. And <laughs> it, it's a challenge. Yes, he told me. Uh, it's like I was the beam crazy guy on the <laughs> Revit crazy because he learned, uh, he learned alone with YouTube videos. And he, he sometimes he told me, I, I learned in Russian how to do beam, <laughs> how to use Revit. <laughs> and it, I was like, okay. I'm gonna follow the mouse. <laughs> no, but I can, so I can say it, it was a challenge for him. Now uh, we have support, but in, the, in those years, it wasn't something that sounds um, close to, to happen. No, I, I can say now it's easier, but it's a challenge. And we have a lot of people that don't believe They, this is necessary or this is important and it's difficult to change a mind that has a lot of years you know that it, I think it happened in everywhere um, but we don't have we can't um, we can't lose the the sparkle to do this and I think it will work yeah yeah definitely what kind of uh, like uh tricks or ways to do to change that uh, mentality have you found like uh, to support the people who are more resistant to adapting to the BIM methodology? Um, we are um, giving them information like little pieces. Okay, here is it and it will, will work for this. Okay, you got it? Good. This is, uh, it's like a step yes, to step with a lot of passions. Um, in the College of Architectos, we have a lot of grown people. So there is architects that they don't use uh, AutoCAD. They are making pencil plans and they have people who do it for them. But so if they don't use Even AutoCAD, how do you want today um, use Beam? It's it's really hard. Yeah, yeah. I also learned like the giving a grain at the one time and uh, small pieces of uh, achievement or victories. And then also I, I realized that it's always uh, like at least on the projects I have uh, seen that uh, one of the working methods is that first you of course uh, educate and give them support and. Uh, Maybe like two to three months you are there to help them. But then uh, when you give them uh, 
how to say, let them free into the BIM world, uh, then they first uh, might like uh, struggle and uh, make mistakes. But uh, because of those mistakes, then they uh, learn and start utilizing it much more than uh, what even I can uh, teach them. I think we are in a level where they are not exactly using it um, now. Uh, if I'm honest, I don't think they they are using it, but they are knowing it, um, and it's a process, it's a slow process. Uh, we help, and when we, when I work, where I work, sorry, and we do implementations for Beam, and it, this is the moment where they really change the way they are working, but. Um, the tokens we, we do for them, I think it's more to open their minds to know there's something more or something else. And in this point, they are understanding and that if we don't uh, do this and we approach it and we are losing work, that, that is what I'm talking in the beginning, that um, constructors of and other countries are, are coming and they are understanding but but we are I don't think they are already using it in a really as good way or um, complete way yeah and I mean the urgency is the best motivator for that to really encourage people to dip their toes uh, on the water and uh, learn bit by bit and I mean it's I think it's like for anyone it takes years to really learn learn the, all the current possibilities of BIM and uh, then of course future the more and more like each year there comes so many new ideas what you can implement but then you are also thinking like uh, the people who are just starting and the mountain is really high so you are not cannot take them uh, directly to the top of the mountain so it's uh, it's a process always by yes, the way you spoke uh, the really interesting project in uh, Cancun, the touristic area. Could you elaborate that uh, more about the BIM uh, project? Um, we have uh, we was collaborating with um, a project that it's called Shard Tower. It's a project from Mexicans and it's in an important zone, a new zone from the city that it's called Puerto Cancun. And this building is interesting because the name says everything, Shard Tower. It's like this farm, like the um, Aleta, um, like, the, uh, like a, a shark. And yeah. it's, a, it's a building that it's every level, it's different than the other. So they came to us and say, I can do this in CAD, help me. And we make them for them a beam execution plan, and we are help uh, we are helping uh, them to build it. It's it's very interesting. I can send you some pics to to yeah, show definitely. To you. Um, I think this is the um, completest build that we have helped to improve in beam. I can't tell you very certainly if the, all the hotels that they are building in the hotel zone are really doing this with BEAM because I haven't worked with them, to be honest. 
but I think and it should be doing like this. I I know by Twitter and some people, so a, a person who is working, um, it's from Spain and he have worked here and he told me like, I, I have some projects here and we are doing by Beam, but I really didn't ask, I really didn't ask him what was, you know, so this is what I can say. What kind of uh, like, uh, did you set uh, from the when the project started some kind of like fundamental rules or uh, standards or something that uh, they all designs and architecture and other phases should aim to achieve in this uh, project? Or well, we make the Beam execution plan and we and we make uh, a video where where it shows how the the building has to be constructed. So it was like level one, level two, and then it was making the, the firm. And we give them a guide where where we say, okay, you need, um, for example, your, your structure, you need it in lot 300. Mm. Um, and what they do is go, uh, and they do well, is with the contractors, they say, okay, I will contract you, but I need you to, to work in BIM. And they was like, okay, but I don't do it. You have two options. <laughs> do it in BIM or don't work for me. It is something important to the people who is doing the construction because I, I can also uh, share with you that we have a project where we... Um, we do every everything in the project. It was like map, structure, and architecture. Everything was in the model. And then it started the time of the construction, and the architect come to us and say they don't want to look at the model. I need the the cat. And we was like, you have everything here. It's just like one click, and you have every and all the information. And then the start with okay, here there's your cat. But then it, it's like, okay, I need it faster. I, don't, I will not longer this history. And we have the model in our office and they are not using it because they are using CAT. This talks about what is the importance of the contractist works on BIM. Because architects, um, we are doing this in the right way maybe, and they they don't want it. it it's I think it is the hardest thing to approach in in this movement to win. Yeah, and I it's think uh, experience. Yeah, yeah, and also like old habits die really slow, and uh, it's uh, all like uh, I think the construction itself uh, really requires uh, the tools to benefit from uh, beam. Like for example, all the bridge projects, uh, the triple connect. Like this is. Uh, uh, this kind of like uh, viewing software where you can uh, put your e EFC or or the models into there and then you can view them you can uh, then paint them or take pictures and make tasks but this kind of like tools and uh, teaching this uh, each new tool that hey you need to learn to use this and there's a lot of different buttons and <laughs> things to uh, do so it's it's always a struggle because then in the construction they have timelines and everything and uh, everyone is uh, really busy it's always really hard to like uh, 
push them. They would uh, need always like uh, if they are new to beam, they need this kind of like support person on site to teach them and how they can utilize this kind of uh, uh, features when we have uh, beam models. And it's uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> struggle that I also have a. Uh, every time like when the new project starts it's so uh, it's uh i'm uh, i'm still looking for that uh one single answer how to get them done easily but it's always a struggle it's, yeah. uh, it's it, a change. it happened to us it happened to us and uh, then a few days later there comes an architect and told oh we have this this project in tulum and we was like okay your contract is will work in BIM because if they don't, we don't want we don't want to work because it was a really bad experience to all the all of the work of the work we do, it's like in trash. <laughs> it's not yeah. working. Yeah, and I mean it's uh, it's uh, I think it really requires the like the property owners uh, big reinforcement that you need to utilize the BIM because then uh, it, for example, if we get the architecture and design to do all the uh, design elements on BIM and then it goes to the construction and if it, the rule is not enforced, then what is left after the construction is a lot of like points in a space and uh, then there's like PDF drawings and then it's like, okay, now what's the BIM? Like this amount of information is not enough for like property management and uh, like smarter buildings uh, that you can benefit from so it's a uh, it's a struggle and it really requires like uh, to teach the client that he needs to reinforce these kind of uh, set of rules because otherwise it's never gonna happen or then it might happen but then the construction company has to be really well versed with the beam yes I think it's to it's all work and to teach to the new generations to not make these um, mistakes and to understand that collaboration is important and shared information is important and working on teams, oh sorry, it's really important to make um, really good uh, results. Yeah, yeah, true. By the way, if you would have to uh, give advices for anyone who is listening and uh, is not so in the haven't learned the BIM, what would your uh, advice be to get started with BIM and uh, start thinking uh, what he could benefit from BIM in his own work? I think the first is to don't be afraid because you will be a, you will see a lot of information and maybe you will be like, oh my god, I can't, I, I won't <laughs> do this, I can't, but you can't. Uh, it's something that may have and you have to be patient to be um, a study person and it's important to talk to people from another places that they can um, they can share the experience with you and everything has something to say and it's important to listen very well and where there was their their mistakes what what they do good and never start reading. And we have internet, so you have information on your hand. It's just like um, dedicate five minutes to 
to learn about it and unless be on Facebook or, or Twitter or something like that. We have we have the internet, so uh, I think it's you have to want to do it, to believe in this process, and you will get it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I sometimes I feel the information is so much in the internet, like you could uh, read for years in the just about team. And also like like really trying to find the one like one tasks and one task you are doing and then think how you could do this with BIM. Just trying to find the opportunities because it's there's so many different ways uh, and a lot of information. I, I think we have to understand that the model uh, is what they have all the information. So because one of the currently problems I have seen is that we believe uh, one thing is the model and one thing is the the construction and we we need to see it as one only thing that uh, grows together and and in the function have to do we we have to build twice one in the real life and one in our computers I think when we understand this, we do the, a better model with a lot of more information that will help us to all the details we need on the construction. Yeah, yeah, the digital twin uh, mindset is really, really amazing. I'm really looking uh, forward to when when we have uh, cities with all this, all this valuable information uh, on what comes from design and construction and during maintenance. It, I think it would be a really, really cool. I'm just uh, like really, uh, at least uh, in Finland, uh, we have uh, really big uh, issues with uh, like property management tools that we have uh, like BIM in uh, architecture and in design and then in construction. And then we have this really valuable and cool information that there's so much data, how it is built and what kind of elements there is and when it's placed. And, uh, a lot of things, but then when it goes to the property management, then it's like, uh, could we have a PDFs and CAD pictures? Uh, that it's just like uh, really weird because now it's like uh, when you speak about you have you make the designs and then construction is what uh, is we have then that we have a construction, but then again next phase is like oh well you know we have always done with Excel and everything basic like words and. <laughs> But I guess it's a it's a process. It's a ongoing development. By the way, uh, just out of curiosity, in uh, Mexico and in uh, BIM sector, what would be like? What would be uh, things that you would want to be improved in the next year or so? I think it's important the standardization. Maybe not that specific, but maybe the. Um, a general standardization who, uh, which says um, to serve like a guide to help us to don't do whatever we want. We are doing what we understand. It's the good and the right things, but maybe it's not so. Um, for example, if I'm working with um, two, two constructors, and for one, the lot is something, it's something, and for the other, it's another thing. We have a problem because so, um, 
it could make a, like a fight to okay I'm right I'm not right and I think this is the first step we should be knowing uh, the government has like a team I can say it it's working about it but I think it's so slow and there is not like official yet and they have um, meetings where we talk like okay how being has to be and they are giving their best advices but it's not something that's really happening right now I, I think maybe in Mexico it, it will take like five years to have some standardization I don't know I, this is my approach yeah no, I mean uh, the building smart Finland standardizations are free in the internet I really recommend like just downloading them and then going to show that hey how about this is the like start block and then we start like thinking on the uh, on your perspective that uh, in Mexico that what more information or guidelines you would need to get the best result as, as possible. I I'm a, I'm agree with that yes. Great. Yes, I think we have to learn to learn from another country like Finland Spain and USA, they are, I think they are, you are countries that are working so well as you can. Yeah, there's, so, uh, I mean, uh, especially like UK and Spain, they are really good uh, benchmarking uh, places because it's, uh, I think the beam in uh, those countries is utilized uh, really well and US as well, it's uh, amazing. But great, yeah. hey, uh, thank you so much for calling, it was really, really insightful to hear how it's uh, Thank you for the invitation. You have your home here in Mexico, wherever you want to come. You are so welcome. Thank so you. Thank, thank you. you for. <laughs> see you soon. Have a good Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Infrastructure Pioneer Podcast. Infrastructure construction from the perspective of BIM specialists and on-site engineers. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>